So guys, this is a podcast where we tell you everything according to us. Um, spirituality, conspiracy theories, and story times that make you feel less alone and more appreciated. This is us. Back on the topic of dreams. <laughs> Do you ever have dreams that come true? Or, like, what do you think? Yes. Okay, I do too, but not many. not as much anymore. I used to a lot as a kid. I think I would do Tell it a lot. I feel like I would do it a lot more if I when, as I continue to break down, like, traumas and things. Um, and get better at control. Okay, so I feel like dream prophecy, I guess is the word. I hate it because prophecy sounds so religious, but it's just the word. Um... I feel like it's one of the things that I have. I think it's because of my parents because they both have it. So definitely. I think it's very weird if I wouldn't. Um, I think that I definitely need to deal with um, different things so I can get back to doing it how I used to as a kid. But I'm having about random things. Not always important things, but I remember um, one of the first times was when we got Sparky, that dog we mm-hmm. um, used to have. I had the dream, but I thought that in the dream, I thought we got like we adopted a little boy because in my dream, my sister was on the front seat. My mom was driving. I was in the middle in the back and we were like, oh, what should we name our little boy? Go like, pick up our little boy. Da, da, da. And in my dream, I just assumed it was like a, a doctor. It's so weird. When we were on the way to go get Sparky, my mom started going, oh, we should name the little boy. And I said, mom, stop. And I looked at Brittany and she did the exact thing in my brain. I was like, that was the first time where I was like, that's really weird. And I found out it was called Deja Vu. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Whatever. I didn't really think anything of it. Well, then it started happening more frequently after the first time. And I did for years. Like, I remember um, I used to, you know, golf with my grandpa when I was younger. And I remember one time I went to go golf. And we were on the way. And we were going to go golf with, like, one of his, like, friends and, like, his kids or something. And um, <clears throat> I told him, I was like, it's like, like I had a dream last night and he was like what were your dream on the way there and I was like I had a dream that you got a hole in one and my grandpa kind of laughed about it he got a hole in one that day and when he got the hole in one he turned and looked at me and I remember him saying your dream came true and I was like they keep doing that <laughs> like, and like they kept like little things like that just kept happening and I was just like this is so weird like I always just thought it was like cool but like I never really understood it and then I really feel like they kind of dwindled out because I started having a lot of religious trauma because there was always like the prophecy dream and it was always like the type of way they talked about it at church really didn't make me want that because it was always like, if you're having a prophecy dream, you need to talk to them about God and like, no, sometimes you just saw some shit. Like <laughs> the fact that your father really was like, had multiple dreams about Brittany dying me too. young and was like, you're going to die young and told her that. My dad told me you had dreams about her dying or he had. I used to have dreams that she got eaten by a shark when I was really little because she watched Jaws, but I didn't have dreams that she actually like died when I got older. Um, <laughs> so it's like you have some dreams that are just weird like that. Some are then- influenced. Yeah. Well, because I like to believe that the dream realm, you're either traveling to another like to another timeline to another reality, mm-hmm. or you're getting a letter from your subconscious mind. So I feel like a lot of your dreams are your subconscious mind talking to you. So you're supposed to listen to them. And so I feel like if you do listen to them, 
when I get dreams that I feel like my subconscious mind is listening to me, I really pay attention. I wake up in the morning. I try to really analyze and I break it down. And I feel like that's why I lucid dream so much because I try to get whenever I'm presented with, here's your test. I'm like, let me hit this fast as possible, get back to my fun time. And like, go, go, go. But Oh, like I definitely have had like dreams that are irrelevant and things that are just like fear based. I've had like my fears I don't want to address in my life. Projecting dreams. Yeah. They're aggravating. I'm like, not afraid uh, of snakes, but this one time and I don't know why I remember this dream to this day, which is so prominent, it was like like imagine like <clears throat> acid cat with all the colors and mm-hmm. drippy and all that stuff. Well I was in like that cartoon type of room mm-hmm. and it was like all of this like liquid flowing around it was kind of like lava but not it wasn't lava um because i could fall in it and there were snakes swimming around it and there were just snakes everywhere and i don't know i was so scared by that dream but now i've got like 20 snakes and always loved snakes so i was very confused oh, by that that was the one snake dream that actually scared me and freaked me out but i had totally um, realistic my fear of snakes started when i was a wee little child um, and it wasn't because of a real snake. This is so funny to me. I don't know if I've ever actually said this or not. Oh, but um, when I was little, um, me and Brie used to have a room, a share room. And so when we go to sleep, oftentimes I ended up sneaking out and going into my grandparents' room and sleeping in their bed. And it was because I would have like really vivid nightmares, really vivid dreams that freaked me out. Um, or I would like hallucinate. So when I get really tired, in hindsight, Probably because I needed glasses. And when I got tired, my vision got blurrier than mm-hmm. it already was. And so they would have this, like, crack in the door. And I'd see the light on the wall. But when I would be laying in bed and I would look over, it would look like I was never – for years this tormented me. It looked like little snakes going like this up the walls. And it would freak me the fuck out as a kid. And it was, like, so fucking long it did that. Where every time I looked, I just saw these little snakes. And I just used to freak me the fuck out so bad that's hilarious like essentially a- you're like now i'm just like it's probably just because like my vision got worse as i was getting tired and my vision already wasn't that good and i just didn't know and it was that you know i was a kid like is that considered like a hallucination when you just like simply can't see because you're blind and it's like blurry like that i guess like as a nurse i should know the medical that. definition i did the reason why i refer to i consider anything i consider everything a hallucination to be fair because um, everything is like everything you see is hallucinated because it's an image that isn't really there. So right. if you see something that isn't really there, it is a hallucination to me. So I saw snakes and it was just a light on the wall. So my brain says that's a hallucination, but I don't know if that's actually considered a hallucination right. because you of like it was the like, actual terminology. I don't know if it's, of it. I don't know if the cause for the hallucination determines if it's hallucination or not. Okay. Because, like, the cause is vision and not, like, the mind playing. So, right, like, for right. trying to play something on me. And I, I feel like that. hallucinations probably got more to do with the mind playing tricks. But maybe not. Who knows? hallucination. Well, I guess I think it's hallucination because I feel like if it's that way, then that would mean hallucinations are only negative. And hallucinations medically are not only, are only considered negative things. People have positive hallucinations. Right. So, if it's a mind playing tricks on me, my mind was playing tricks on me. Just not so for a bad way. Yeah. So you hallucinated some snakes and made yourself scared of them. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad we conquered that. Yeah, it just took a little acid. <laughs> Honestly, not much. Just that little video, it was like a fourth. Acid will change your life. It really did. Yeah. Mike was I. I don't even know who I was. Who I was. It was weird. 
I definitely understand why I'm not to where the point I got because like you was not having a fun life. Yeah, me either. I don't I don't like thinking about the triggered, unhealed person that I was a few years ago, but also I like have to have so much empathy and compassion for her because she carried me all of this way and got me through all of that shit and all the defense mechanisms and personality traits that are really trauma responses. All of that stuff I built up was is what it was is a defense mechanism and like yeah. So at at the same time, like that version of myself makes me cringe really hard because it's like, you girl, what were you doing? But also at the same time, I turn around, I'm like, thank you, because I know that shit wasn't easy. Like that was yeah. hard to go through. That was hard to live through. And thank you for I do getting thank, me through that. Yeah, I was like, I do thank those versions of me. I feel like I'm like this is why you had to die. I'm sorry. Like I jokingly like like cringe at like old me but i don't ever cringe i don't actually like truly feel cringy about old me i feel very sad okay yeah it's like i'm projecting it as cringe it's projecting as cringe because i don't want to admit how sad i am for the old me the goddamn emotion feelings chart it's like i know that like the real core of it is that i'm just sad like if because i went through a lot of emotions at first i was very mad and I was like, you're angry about what yeah. happened to you. And then I'm like, and then I was mad because I was just like, so I would have realized this sooner. I did this to myself. I could have fixed this before this moment. So I was so mad for so long at myself, my old version of me for just settling for what was what it was and not pushing to try to figure out something better. And I was just like, well, yeah, but like she had to grow and she eventually got to that point. But like she right. had to reach that breaking point right. to get to this like point. So like I used to like beat you gotta hit that rock bottom. Yeah. So it's like everything has to get so shitty until you're like, yes, you kind of reach your breaking point. Yeah. Everyone's breaking point is different. Some people they finally got a breaking point. Mine was very different from yours. I didn't have like a pivotal moment like that. Really? No, no full breakdown. Because like mine, because I feel like I'm too sensitive to have something like that. Honestly. I um, honestly, the only reason why it happened was because that was the moment that Sage was born. Sage was uh, created in the DID system at that moment because Kirsten was under those. So it was a defense mechanism. So whenever Sage came, like I came like forward, it was like, I need y'all to bring me to a hospital. I don't trust myself to drive home. I need y'all to take me because I was def- like, def- like trying to stop myself. So like, I realized like with my therapist, like now oh, wow. we broke down and it was like, that's why it seemed like he's like, it was like you never even like with you someone. I never showed them. Yeah, I was like I never showed people. I was upset. I never. No one knew anything at work. I was like the super positive one that got all the work done. I mean, no one. That's had literally idea. just from those conversations. Yeah, it's like no one had any idea about anything. And then one day, I'm just like, I need to bring to the hospital. I, I, I'm, I need, I need help. And they're like, what is going on? And it literally was because like at the time I didn't understand what was going on, but that was why like because I had that switching it because I was like, why was I so like weird? Like why was my head so weird? I didn't know what was going on. Like when I got to the psych hospital, I remember just being like, my first memory as Sage is is like that. So wow. like I didn't have memories before that. And, like mm-hmm. I built as we try to be more co-conscious. But like Sage's memories start there. So they were very weird memories of like being totally isolated in this like hospital and being like and, like, trying to, like, figure out how to, like, navigate the game. Right. And, like, it is very weird. I, can ima- I can't even imagine how crazy it is to, like, have DID and, like, have a new 
personality person form in your brain as you go into the psych hospital because that personality was born to protect all of the other ones from unaliving themselves and so like this is really weird and then you go back to like work and I remember like I showed you the other day like I'd written at the psych hospital like I used to write journal entries to myself Mm -hmm. um to try to like document this and I know there's different ones I've had at the house and I remember one that like the diary entry was like me saying it was basically right before I got laid off right before I think part of me knew I was going to quitting the career but because I had written down that like the problem was that I was in a career that I didn't do I didn't go to school for this I didn't agree to do this and that was the issue that I'm the new host I'm supposed to do this but this isn't me I didn't go to nursing school I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing here I just can do, I can do what we're supposed to do, but I don't know all this intimate knowledge. I didn't want to become a nurse. I have no interest in being a nurse. And, and at that point, Kirsten was just, like, hiding the fuck away. Like, Kirsten nope. was, like, kind of shut off from the system. Like, we kind of shut off from the system for a while. Because, she needed a break. Yeah. It was, like, a really big breaking point. So it was, like, we kind of had this, like, really weird thing where it was, like, okay, that breaking point happened. Kirsten went away. Kirsten wasn't back into the system until some point in 2020 when I started working with her. So it was, like, this weird gap of, like, what is going on? And just feel like, hey, we're not in the career anymore. Right. Um, I know you didn't ever really want to do it, but, you know, you did kind of, like, parts of it. And just telling you now we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> and, like, it was, like, really weird in that way. I can imagine so. But also, I... I feel like it would be really boring to not have DID, so. Like, that's why I was not, like. Because you have the different personalities, but I have, like, a TV screen in my head. Yeah, that's whatever, fair. So. But a TV screen that's, like, constantly scripted by my consciousness. <laughs> and subconscious. I don't know who I was telling this to, but I feel like I was just telling someone, like, the other day that, like, maybe it was yesterday that I feel like because I can't. I think I was over here with y'all. Like, I was saying, like, because I can't visualize, I feel like that's, like, how, like, my mental like area like, how it kind of was de- like created the way that it was because i can't visualize so i heavily depend on dialogue so right. it's not really shocking to me that my brain can't see can only hear dialogue oh and now and there's multiple identities yeah it's, it's like, like having one narrator the yes the entire story. story so you want a different narrator yeah it was like dude this is boring now i've read this book for so long uh, did makes life interesting <laughs> Yeah, that's what I feel like. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons to everything, but um, I definitely get that positives and everything, so I, see, I feel like a superpower. Yeah. I'm just learning how to control. It's like, you know when you get your superpower in the movies, and you're like, I have superpowers now, and then you, like, sneeze, and it starts shooting off. You're like, wait, that's not what I meant, and you're, like, learning how to control it. That's where I'm at. Like, it's a lot easier for me to, like, control who's kind of, like, driving, but, like, there are still, like, as I said, I can't control. Like, I just kind of, like, have to roll with it. And sometimes it makes it frustrating. Like, if it's, like, an alter that's, like, present and I can't switch. I'm like, this isn't going to work because you're not going to do what I want. This is not. He's like, yeah, we have a to-do list. Like, some of them, like, he'll literally look and just be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, one of my, <laughs> like, one of my alters, like, he's like, I'm not doing that. Like, he'll look at the to-do list and literally draw a line through all the like boxes and be like not doing them. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> stubborn ass. I'm like, no, the fuck it. <laughs> Come back and I'm like, I'm like, okay. That no, really must be. So like how accurate have you seen the movie split? 
Oh, damn it. I haven't. And the reason why I, I want to ask you how like, accurate I'll have to watch it. BID. I'll have to watch it, but I know from people I've heard, like, I've heard that, like, a lot of people with DID are very mad at the movie from how it depicts it, but I haven't seen it to give my insight. Because also the thing about DID, I always say, is, it's like, definitely everyone has their own. Extreme. Yeah, like, I say the thing, thing is, like, Everyone forgets that no one's the exact same. So every like we might a lot of us might have DID. You might be like, oh, I got DID, I got DID, but none of us have the exact same DID. There's no. different spectrums, so different how it presents is differently, but it's still the same base thing. And I'm sure so it's, it's different like, in men. Yeah, there's like, a, lot like a lot of other different mental. things. So it's like I don't really know like how the movie presents it. So like it's really like just. Like trying to like, because a lot of there are movies that like demonize DID. You know, people with DID like they're all just switching and they're evil creatures that just kill people. Don't give a fuck. Those movies piss me off because they are very demonizing to the and they're very like disrespectful for like. Well, the whole talk about like the negatives. Like I always talk about the positives with it, but there's a lot of negatives to it. So it's frustrating in movies when they only show the like. So superpowers, like yeah, it is. But bro, you better talk about the other negative, right? They <laughs> don't act like like it's just easy work. I can see that, and I can see how people would get mad at Split because then he like did Well, the whole thing, like, basis kidnapped, of the movie, yeah, he kidnapped yeah. these girls. Yeah, I was like, so I can see why people girl, felt like it was demonizing. Yeah, I think it was a couple of girls, but yeah. So like, one of his alters was you know a kidnapper, whatever, and. I don't know. Well, I will argue one comment with that because there are people that are like, I've said, you know, very angry with the movie. I haven't watched it, so I can't get my view. But I can say that someone, as someone with DID, I was writing a book about a character with DID, and one of his the alters did kill people. So, I really want to read that. And that is from so someone with the DID, my like, and it wasn't like, it's not like, I don't know how Split projects it, so I don't know if it's exactly the same, you know, how it worked, you know compared to like how i was writing like my dude but like he he did have an alter that was doing bad things and and it was like but it was the whole point of my book like i feel like it's also an intention because well, i don't know how the, they were trying to show him a movie like my book was trying to show him that like he was mentally ill and that he could get better person he was doing things for the reason he wasn't like, trying to be a bad guy i don't know how they were depicting but they were just like he's evil and loves it no no <laughs> so, like, because I don't some know, of like, his alters like there was this one alter that's a woman and she like talks very mm-hmm. gentle and she like was taking care of the girls mm-hmm. and would give them advice and then one was like a like, seven or eight year old mm-hmm. child and he would just wanted to play mm-hmm. games with them um so like the uh, some alters were really nice and were trying to yeah. help the girls but they were aware of the other alters like like he comes out like the beast when he comes mm-hmm. out like that one, that altar is just like animalistic. And- well, I would say most. Um, no, I don't know how his whole thing was, but I do know, like, on the basis of DID, that most people with DID have like the deemed like protector. Mm-hmm. Um, which is usually the quote unquote evil one. Uh, yeah, they're usually the quote unquote evil one. Um, because they're very, they're very ego. They're very selfish because they need to protect you. So they are the one that doesn't care about anyone but you. But you. Yep. You're the only thing that matters to them because that's their role because you needed that when they were created. Right. So, like, there are definitely times, like, there's many times where, like, I was, like, me and, like, Sam were getting something like he did, like, and I've told him, like, before where I'm, like, we have to stop, I'm, like, because I can feel a switch. Like, I can feel a switch coming and, like, you, we know we don't want him in this conversation. Oh, shit. And, like, because we know... How he's not gonna go. be nice <laughs> okay yeah wow wow so it's like something like so that cool. like having to try to like cat like i've gotten better like i try to get better like trying to like 
catch it and like pause and, like because there are certain like sometimes an emotional statement like Kirsten comes out and it's very frustrating because she's very emotional and bitchy. Um, emotional and bitchy, really? Yeah, it's wild. I would have never expected that from her, wow. but um. Sounds like former me. Yeah, that's so crazy. But um, they're definitely like literally like the other day. I was like, we can't, we can't talk, we can't, we can't. Like, I feel myself. Like, I feel it, and I know that like the difference between like, like I would say like my mean alters, aka the people that come out when I'm in situations where I need like someone to defend me, mm-hmm. is either going to be Damien, who is very like he's really like fuck everyone. I'm going to fuck, but anything except for like feeling good, us being okay. Curse mm-hmm. comes out. She's very like screaming frustrated shaking and mm-hmm. so i'm like neither of you are helping the situation yeah. <laughs> like i understand that at Both one point you were it's like i understand at one point you were but you're not anymore <laughs> like you're actually making it worse yeah i see like i'll when i get triggered and i just get into this like rage where it's like i don't know i kind of just see red i was gonna like, say sam said that he'll say he sees red no so that's dude, it's thing. like Oh my god! Like, is it I red? Like, my... literally, when your uh, when your eyes are open or when they're closed, you see red. Like, what do you mean? It's not so much as like a, a visual thing as it is like an expression of like all I want to do is mutilate and kill people because I'm so angry. I can feel my blood boiling inside of my body, and I tried to explain this to Brittany. I was like you don't get it you try to tell me all these things to calm down when i'm at that level of anger yes, you, don't, you that. literally don't understand because you've never felt this level of anger that i'm feeling right now like i've never seen her get mad in any capacity when i'm talking about like my life mm-hmm. top yeah. level 100 percent rage and like but it really is like triggered on heel parts of me mm-hmm. because like that's not me anymore i know that's not me but like have certain reactions like that and like it's almost as if i can't help it it's yeah like, no, no, no almost feels impossible to like control yeah when i'm at that level because the emotions are so like strong, i just you're feel crazy like automatic ego yeah and that's when i'll like break down mm-hmm. crying but i'm like i'm crying but i'm also so infuriated and angry that there's just like so many feelings going on i don't know it sucks it's not a fun thing to deal with and like i really relate to sam with that because like i've been newly trying to understand how to feel how to process and feel anger because i never process it the way like i think that's meant to i would always channel it into tears only and i feel like i turned into sadness Mm -hmm. i would never experience anger that's difficult to really get out of like well because you weren't yeah. allowed to as a kid yeah and so like actually so you were like, taught that that was wrong when it's not wrong it's wrong quote unquote wrong yeah. to experience anger in a unhealthy explosive yeah, like there's manner. an explosive way that like hurts you and others and right just experiencing being angry which yeah. also feel full spectrum emotions so like, i'm still caught up on the fact that the autism was so real in the fact that I literally thought y'all were being I thought y'all were being literal when y'all said y'all saw red. I cannot believe that was a metaphor this whole time. I am 26 years old and I thought people literally saw red when they got angry. I was like, does it tint red like you're wearing red glasses? I mean, sometimes it can like, but it's not really, I, 
I thought I don't actually see red. I thought vision it looked like you had red glasses on all of a sudden. That's how I thought y'all I thought that's, I thought that's what people meant when they were like, I am seeing red. I always was like, damn, we need to get them out of this situation. No, have you ever been like so just focused on something that literally nothing else in the world could break your attention on that? Yeah. That's how it feels when I'm in that state of anger and rage. And I just want to start like dropping bodies. And I'm like, I don't want to hurt people. I don't like, I'm just, the feeling of energy inside me just needs to get the fuck out. And that's why I started um, somatic healing. Oh yeah, yeah, the, like dancing, dancing yeah. man, get that shit out. I'll put on a song and I don't give a yeah. fuck how stupid I look. I will be dancing. Oh, and yeah, now, I'm trying like, to do that. Yep, it's very healing, very therapeutic. I was dancing yeah. before you got here. Yeah, yeah, dancing um, nice. has been something that's been nice. Um, I just when I get angry, I'm still learning, but as of right now, this is usually what happens. And then I punch a pillow. That's good. It can, <laughs> it can definitely help. But you also have to have a situation or like a, a method. Or what if you are? Yeah. What if you can't punch? Well, I usually push it because then it's training your body to hit something. Well, that's why. Like I don't know. This is what usually what happens. I usually I'm like Brittany likes to kick. I just I just shake and I'm like angry and then. But the like, shaking is Sam's getting like, that energy yes, out. Yes, so it sounds like you need to get the energy out, and I'm like yeah. yeah. And he's like he's like okay and so then like usually he's like punch that pillow and i'm like no i can't punch the pillow and he's like punch the pillow and i'm like it won't do anything he's like punch the pillow and then after a lot of like because then i'm like shaking showing he's like just do it it will help you faster you were going over really so is. long and i'm like okay and like last time i hit it and i set it for a second and i just went like, <laughs> yes i did that like a week or two I was ago like, I was like, this was powerful. Yes, I was so angry. I can't remember what. I think I was journaling, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah, I had like a whole big spiritual release um, regarding being hit as a child mm-hmm. in the form of punishment. So like, I was super angry about that. Like, that was not okay. That was not mm-hmm. any way to teach a child. Um, so I'm just Donkey Kong fisting onto the fucking pillow on the bed, like that. but. I literally did not have enough energy in me afterwards to feel that anger anymore. Like, yeah, I was so tired after hitting the pillow and doing that, that the energy was physically not inside of me anymore. And I was like, okay, I can breathe and I can think about something. Yeah. I hit it until the point. Usually I get angry. And then when I'm coming down from the anger, I get pouty. And I'm like, (laughs) I do that a lot. And then <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, Sam was like, "Okay, Kanye, like, you feel better, pal." <laughs> He's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> that's too good. I'll huff. I'll huff. I'll stomp my foot like a bun. Oh my! When God. I'm mad, something the foot. Yeah, that's hilarious. It works sometimes. You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Well, I think that's. Oh, uh, even at? I think that's it for today. So, thank you guys for joining us on today's episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our talk about dreams and everything else that we talked about. And we hope to see you guys next week. Yes. Love and light. Mm-hmm.